the Church Podcast. Woo-hoo! Good evening, everybody. We were wanting to make sure that we allowed for our sacred space, this sacred sanctuary, to be opened up to everyone tonight. And so we're getting ready to open up in prayer. God, we honor you. We bless you. We thank you. We give glory to your divine energy and all that exists within each and every one of us. God, we ask that your will be done in this podcast tonight in our discussion, that healing happen, that enlightenment happen, that excitement happen, and that we all conjure a sacred space to be able to heal and hear from you. In your precious son, Jesus' name we pray. Amen and I shake. Yo, 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 uh, Pastor Penny. Uh, yeah. You, I know you got a devotional song for us tonight. I got a devotional song. Let's <laughs> see. <laughs> yeah, child. Right. To worship service and we're going to discuss a particular topic colorism colorism in 2021 and and, and the reason why it's very important for us to discuss this is because sex in the church we all know that we have faith and spiritual based discussions on all matters regarding sex sexuality and sexism and one real sense of sexuality is who we choose to copulate who we choose to be our mate and the drive of that is really um the procreation and so why we make these choices a lot of times are are subconscious and a lot of times um well we'll reveal them tonight what do you guys think colorism is it relevant in dating, is it relevant in who you choose to be with? Have has anyone ever told you that they had a particular skin preference in dating? What you think, D? Give me, give it to me, D. D. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, yeah, yeah, a lot, um, especially me knowing, um, yeah. Yeah, a lot of people even in colorism go far as to only date this specific type, that specific type. So it can go from things of races to other nationalities. Okay, well, my question for you, Jen, is um, how do you think uh, the preference of skin color plays a part in our choice in dating? Do you have you has you ever, have you ever heard anybody say, "Oh, I only date light skin" or "I only date dark skin"? Yeah. I- actually heard someone recently say that they didn't date um, black girls because they don't want nobody that holler like they mom. What? Yeah. Have mercy. So you do have, and I feel like respectfully it comes to the point where it is a preference and I don't think that people should be condemned for having a preference. Mm. But at the same time, I feel like your preference, don't let your preference turn disrespectful. I hear you. I hear you. Mm. Camille, what do you think about what Jen just said? Well, to me, um, coming from a spiritual standpoint, there has been um, color brought up. I had a friend tell me, and I 
I kind of agree with them. <laughs> I mean, and I don't have a preference because I, I do, I truly love men, period. But um, I know that um, the more, it's said that the more melanin that you have in your skin, it does something to you more so on a spiritual level. So um, a friend was telling me it's best to, and now this is a friend, it's best to deal with someone who is of a darker skin um, if you're trying to be more so enlightened or if you're trying to elevate things like that. So coming from oh, a spiritual standpoint. Okay, and you know what? Now I have heard that that has floated around the so-called conscious community. Mm -hmm. um, well, not the so-called conscious community. Right. Let me say it, that is some so-called information. Let me say that that has right. floated around the conscious community. Right. Um, in regards to the darker skin you are, the more spiritual power that you have. Mm -hmm. um, have you have you heard that, Jimmy? The blacker the beard, the sweeter the juice. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey. Yeah. Um, you know what? That was mentioned colorism. I had a friend of mine told me that she wanted to at one point have uh, when she has kids, she wanted someone me and her about the same complexion. She was telling me how she wanted to have a baby with someone lighter than her or someone of another race. Yeah. That because she didn't want her children to be as dark as she was. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we know the we know the origin of colorism, right? Does right. everybody know the origin of colorism? Mm -hmm. Right? This is um the idea that the the lighter complected blacks were uh, in competition somehow with the darker complected blacks um, and that the, it, in society what is white is what is right um, and so we know that these layers of self-hate manifest themselves in different ways uh, but the idea is that it's 2021 you know what I mean like do we is this something that we still deal with um, and being real about it if people have their choice a lot of times they choose a particular skin color um, if they are in a certain socioeconomic class. Mm. I'm not trying to call any names or call anybody out, but it seems as though to me when brothers get uh, automatically turn, get them six or seven figures, they they start choosing people they don't look nothing like they mama um um uh, can you weigh in a little bit on what i'm trying to say am i am i just talking smack or have you seen it yourself i mean i've seen it myself but i, I feel like for the i mean the few that we do see that i feel like there are more that do marry their own skin complexion so let's just let's just uh, so what you to, hold on now so what you trying to say let, let's not talk about the eight that married gualas yeah. We're going to talk about the two people that married a high school sweetheart. Okay, okay. But in terms of the eight, though, um, <laughs> Sister Camellia, have you ever, and you're a you're brown-skinned sister, long, beautiful locks, gorgeous sister. Have, have you, um, do you feel like you've ever experienced uh, colorism in dating? Oh, wow. I can say that I've been the one who's been kind of pushing it. At one point in time, because I, like um, Petty was saying, there was a time when I wanted some chocolate babies. Ooh, I wanted them to just be chocolate, just mm. black babies, mm. just real chocolate. 
But my babies didn't turn out like that. You know what I'm saying? And so did you deliberately uh, have sex and appropriate no, with and a dark man? Oh, yeah. During that time that I wanted them, yes. But then they ended up, I ended up with the two light-skinned dudes in my Wait a minute. So you, so, wait a minute. You had, uh, you had children with a dark-skinned brother and you're brown? Oh, no, no, no. They were, the, their fathers are, are lighter-skinned. Oh, they were light? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you said that you... Initially, you wanted dark babies, and then you changed your mind. No, I didn't change my mind. Oh, love, love caught up with you. Whatever okay, love overtook the yeah. preference. Uh-huh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Um, what do you think drove you? What do you think was the initial thing to to drive you to seek out for a dark skinned brother? Mm, they just oh my god, they just look so good. Okay, okay, all right. All right. I feel my man. I, okay. What what about you? What about you, Jen? Have you ever overheard brothers uh, talk about you know the, their preference for a particular skin color? Yeah, I have. I have plenty of times, and uh, even I think a lot of us, even growing up, we've always kind of you know called people African booty scratches and they were dark. Wow. Right. Um, you know, we right. something we said. We've always. I know, even when I was growing up, I always said, you know, I want to have kids by. Or Puerto Rican or Philippine mm. because they have good hair. <laughs> you know, not realizing that there's no such thing as really bad hair. They just right. you just have different textures of hair. You know, and um, and I think we all have. When you when you get older, I think it's a lot of those people who think like that are people who aren't educated on themselves and where they come yeah. from. Mm-hmm. And you and you really can't blame them. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, um, I hear you that it even. Outside of the conscious community, even though it's so prevalent in it happening, um, well, is that an assumption? I think I'm making an assumption. Is it prevalent? Let me ask each person. Do you okay. think? Do you think that colorism has been prevalent in your dating experience? Yes. How? In what way? Because well, first of all, we gotta let the audience know that you are a nice chocolate brother. Mm-hmm. So. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, um, and even in greater culture, you know, there are particular things that, like you said, dark, the darker the, what is it? The black of the berry, the, the sweeter the juice. The black of the berry, the sweeter the juice. Um, we say phrases like, ooh, nice chocolate brother. Ooh, you know what I mean? Girl, he a tall, fat chocolate brother. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's adored to be a chocolate brother. It's kind of always... Kind of always have been for 20 years now. Yeah. Um, I think the comedian said something about the light-skinned brothers are out of out of style, and now the dark-skinned brothers are taking over. So that happened like 20 years ago. Right. You know what I mean? But um, it seems as though, or do you think it's the same thing for the women? Do you think it's the same thing that's mm. going on the other side? You know what? Yeah, both sides. You know, I've been turned down for because I was told I was too dark. Mm. Um. I, I think a lot of it too, especially with you being dark and with you being overweight, it's said by society people accept most standards based off your looks and appearance. But as people get older, personality starts to come in. So, you know, that that's why I kind of draw a lot of people in because they see like I'm that same person from high school when I was in my 19s and 20s, I don't change. And so I you, keep to you that surpass, um, you think? The- I wouldn't say I surpass it. I would say, you know, we, especially as black people, we tend to, like, more melanated or actually aim for something. I, myself, I really don't personally have a preference. I look at the mind. 
But I have to realize there's some people who really hate themselves. Like, especially us. We Some of us really do hate. We really... I have a friend, she only dates white guys. Yeah, and I was just going to say, a lot of people, yeah, a lot of people do that. Yeah, I think that people off date in order to either boost their self-esteem or to legitimize the plight that they've gone through. Now, that's what I've seen. Mm -hmm. You know, I've seen a lot of people, um, so it it might be, you know, a dark brother who is about, he's pro-black, He's going to choose, a, a, nine times out of ten, choose a dark sister to have on his arm. You know, a lot, a lot of times um, I think that it's social. Even when you choose a person that is lighter complected, um, sometimes people, and I have watched it happen, let's just be honest, people choose a, a real, quote-unquote, red bone to um, symbolize status. And I know that even though we are in 2021, um, why? Because I'm not even going to ask you if that happens. I already know it happens. Why do you think it is still happening? And what have you seen in terms of the um, stereotypes of particular, you know, pe- shades of people in uh, in either dating experience or just in general? I feel... <clears throat> Well, first, I just want to add for the dark-skinned brothers. You know, they say for the last 20 years, you know what I'm saying, we've been we've, we've been in style before the last 20 years. We've just underappreciated. You know what? You know what? So now you don't show us our appreciation, you feel me? But um, going back to what you said, I feel like um, it's something that has become really a part of our DNA. Mm. Um, from seeing it over and over and over again and so we get to the point to where we don't even realize it's a part of us so we say it just like when you see a, a woman that's of dark complexion you say oh well you pretty to be dark skinned girl like what do yeah. you say pretty but it was to be a dark skinned girl to say that, you know what I'm saying but and they might feel or to us say look like well she's confident but when they get older like my dad he's really dark and I know now that, you know, he probably was aiding the jokes, too, when people used to make jokes about his skin complexion, but it did mess with him, mm-hmm. you know? Oh, so he's dark, and they made um, jokes about his skin complexion. How do you think, why, how do you see that it messed with him? Or, um, or how do you know that? Well, you know, now that I'm older, we have conversations. He never showed no one, because like I said, he'll participate in the jokes, mm-hmm. you know? So he never told him what we had a conversation, and I think that's what a lot of people you know, we, we just laugh and we crack jokes and sometimes we end up being the bully because we were bullied. Wow. Mercy. Okay, so here's the, here's that. I think that you just hit on it. Um, there's a cultural pain, maybe, associated with being dark-skinned. We recognize that there's a cultural pain associated with being black mm-hmm. and marginalized, but um, to be dark, okay, there's another hierarchy. I'm going to read these lyrics. This This is... This is from my brother, may he rest, um, may he find rest, brother Pop Smoke. Okay. Pop Smoke, okay, this, these are his lyrics of the song called Hello. Says, yeah, 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 uh, yeah, 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 uh, all right? Look, look, all right, this is what it says now. I'm not writing these lyrics, so just know that this is not, I'm just saying, okay? <laughs> it says, look, look, I like my bitch's red bone, ass fat, Jello, light skin, yellow, iced out, hello, I'm the king of New York, mellow, 
black hair. Okay, but anyway, <laughs> so what I'm saying is, um, and, and y- y- respond. That's all. Just somebody give me a response. Everybody, who went? I like a light skin and a red bone. Okay. I'm sitting up and bouncing to it. And I'm not a light skin or a red bone. <laughs> I'm a chocolate and I'm well done. But, the, uh, no, it's just, it's been a thing. Like, you got to look at it. Does it cause animosity, you think, amongst um, sisters? Yes. Okay. Yeah. How do you think it causes animosity amongst sisters? What have you seen as a brother? Um, you, you have a lot of women that's in the media right now. You know, I'm not really too familiar with a lot of rappers. But, you know, a lot of rapper females, a few that was just going on recently about a rapper saying something about the, the dude she was dating. You know what I'm saying? They were talking about light skin, he only like light skin or whatever, whatever. And <clears throat> a lot of women, a lot of lighter skinned women do tend to have that uh that quote unquote light skin effect. Even with men, you know. You and know, we what is the light skin effect, y'all? Like, you know, <laughs> wait, wait, you know, just you know, just wait. Wait. light skin effect. Okay. You know, you see some light skin that you some that's unfamiliar to you or you, you consider weird it's like that's that light skin shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. So Okay, okay, so the thing with Drake was talking about in his song, talk about as you say I'm acting light skinned. Yeah. This is a real thing? That's yes. A real thing. Like they don't have memes on Facebook like the black man standing strong or like a light skinned gay brother bent over with a thumb or something. Yeah. They're identified like that or something like, like that. Okay, so and so this thing is manifesting itself at, okay, so light skin means what? Weaker? It or could what? be. Light skin or, could mean like Oh, it, basically, what people feel is light skin is where the lot of blacks come from. This one, you don't have knowledge is that it, it comes from the the um back back to the slavery days of the white master sleeping with a black person and having you know, creating these fair skinned people, as we say, we call them fair skinned. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some some people consider them to be the house nigga, basically what they like to call them back mm-hmm. in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, they feel like, oh, you know, because you know, uh, sometimes we be like, you know, only white people do that. Shit. Mm-hmm. We don't do that. And and okay, know, so being so light skin is um, appropriated as um, more fill in the blank comedian. Basically. <laughs> Like that. Yeah, <laughs> fill in the blank. <laughs> and you over there all quiet, sitting there like, oh, I'm coming back. I'm coming back. <laughs> what you White light skin is appropriated as blank. To me, having like a a higher a higher level of quality, I guess you could say. Wow. Are you better than somebody? Wow. But one thing that I realized, because I do have some light skin friends, and they cool. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Wait a minute. Did so you I'm, just not say that? You just sounded yeah. like the racist people. Oh, no, I didn't say that. I've got, I've got a, some of my best friends are, are you know, black. So you've got light skin friends, Kareem? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> the, the stereotype. You can't, you, just, you don't stereotype people. Right, you know what right. I'm saying? And we have been taught that, because my grandma would be quick to say it. Your red helpful, you mm-hmm, know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Your light skin helpful. Yeah, you know it is. It attribute. Yeah, as <laughs> right. it, these attributes are um, a lot more European and um, 
dismissive. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, growing mm-hmm. up with that, my grandma was chocolate. So, right. you had it in your mind as a child, but growing up, you meet people and it's different. So, we had this idea that, um, that dark skin was more down, was more earthy, mm-hmm. was more powerful, more mel- melanated, right? And, and, and now light skin is appropriated as this um, reflection of, uh, 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 I don't want to say, um, of individualism and um, European leaning. Um, okay, so now what do we do with that? You know what I'm saying? What do we do with that? As brothers and sisters, how is it that we're going to bring forth um, kind of a, a healing? And where do we start when it comes from the standpoint of in us recognizing the fact that there are, you know, there's real beef out here right. on that. You know what I mean? Regardless of what your yes. skin complexion is, you're still going to be looked at by the... Really, right, or the minority is yeah. a nigga. Right. So what you're saying is we need to recognize who the enemy is. Exactly. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and go ahead. To add on to that, I'm not mean to cut you off. Mm-hmm. Um, you have a lot of light skinned people who show that light skin privilege. You know, mm. and and that also starts uh, a beef within our own community because you do have some light skinned people who. Feel like let's let's talk about the history of a lot of Creole organizations. Mm-hmm. A lot of Creole organizations didn't like darker blacks. That's when you get into fair skin because they were treated more, or they felt fairly. they were treated more fairly. You know, uh, when when our own community will start realizing that they have a problem mm-hmm. and the darker people in our community stop looking at themselves or condemning themselves as ugly or unworthy, mm-hmm. then that would help us too. You know, as a whole, I used to be. I, I mean, I I can admit when I was a kid, I used to want to be white mm-hmm. because all the white kids around you had more money. Mm-hmm. They seem to be, you know, more. Tom, you better talk because I know as a little black girl, I always took the what's the name of the little? I had the towel, the little what you know, you know the towel when you get out the bathtub. Oh yeah, yeah. I put the towel over my head and wrapped it around my hair like I was a white girl and had the long ponytail, you know. And you know how white people talk. You know what I'm saying? When you are in elementary school, you don't like two black people in your class, and they all talking. They talk about they got two syllables. One word, syllables got two syllables. Y'all don't come out. It's a dog. Close the door. You know what I'm talking about. And so you want to be white. You want to talk white because you want to tap into the privilege of whiteness. Right. I'm with you. And and a lot of times, let's move. Let's be real, brothers and sisters. But I'm, I'm gonna go. We gonna go there. Brothers date and procreate with uh, people on the basis of wanting to combat racism and tap into tap 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 in to a um, more privileged existence. Mm. Mm. I mean, when we look at that, this is the reason why we choose. That's this is one of the ma- you know attraction. You know, what I'm saying we choose people who are going. We we perceive. Even on an involuntary level, we choose people who we think are going to fare well in society, who's our, who our children will flourish under their DNA. You know what I'm saying? Their teachings. Um, so, yeah, a, a lot. The, the The fact of the matter is, um, but is that right or is that wrong? Very wrong. Is wrong? Why? I just it feels like like to me. I feel like you should be able to date anybody. 
be with anybody. And, you know, like, everybody tell me why the, why the thing of race keeps coming up. Well, every time I fill out my job application, you always ask me on my black, white, Asian, Pacific Islander. <laughs> right, right. Um, you know, I think about Oprah and Beyonce. What happened with them? Um, you know, Oprah, when she was on Fox and she had the Oprah show, she, before she got on network, you know, she never, she didn't ask rappers like Ice Cube or 50 Cent to come on to her show to hear about their stories because of the type of music they made uh, for as women basically trying to please her audience, her demographic, which was majority white women. Mm. Anybody who sit on the show and talk about doo-doo, let me tell you something. We ain't seen her talk about how my dude looked the other day. Oh Best my god! Uh, anyway, um. <laughs> but and, 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 and you know, like when she got on show, when she got on network, she did invite Fifty Cent out. Yeah, if you are, uh, what is that? What is that saying? If you are white, you are right. If you are yellow, we say hello. If you are brown, stick around. But if you're black, get back. <laughs> I know the white is right. I've probably heard. I've heard of that. They used to use it a lot when I used to be in Alabama, and I never knew. I was in the military, actually, when I used to hear them say it. And I never knew what it meant. I was 18, 19 years old, and I didn't know what it meant. But, um, <clears throat> How has it impacted? You know, so now that we see, we know the origins of it. We've talked about the origins of it. We talked about the sayings and why. We know that it's out of protection, like right? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If, if there's one group of people, and here's the, here's the African part of it. If there's one group of people that have rights, that have a few rights, because ain't that Creoles ain't have a whole bunch of rights now. Right. You know what I mean? But, but if you have a group of people that have some rights, and um, they have the ability then to advocate and, and fight on behalf of those who do not have rights, um, that's how we've always used our inter- interdependence amongst each other. You know, it was never, you know, historically, it was, even in the slave culture, mm-hmm. it wasn't, oh, that old stinking yellow heifer in the house. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It just wasn't that. Like, we, we recognized that <laughs> these were different positions and, um, you know, lots in life that each of us had to, had to kind of roll out. But um, nowadays, I think, because we have lost the homogeneity in the culture, we have lost um, a a lot of us, not in the conscious community because we're rebuilding it, but in general society, um, you know, it's just time for us to be more considerate about how the the plight of each one of us um, shouldn't be used against us. Mm -hmm. Because you know what I'm saying? I'm saying that's what I see. what do you have any final words on the chameleon? I just feel like as a people, no matter what complexion you are, you need to we need to unite as one, like for real. I feel like like not I'm just putting this out of the not all white people are um like the enemy. I see that my enemy is those who oppress Others, that's my enemy, so yeah, um, just had to put that out there. And we have blacks that do that too, exactly, mm-hmm. exactly, not to the extent of 
right. white supremacy. But yeah, exactly. We but, do have yeah. white that we do have blacks that sit in certain positions and they hold certain people back all the time. Correct. Yeah. So. Don't go there, please. Don't go there. What? <laughs> what are y'all talking about? We feel. We just piggybacking off of her. Oh, whatever she was saying. Just how some people, you know, when one of us get up, we tend to have to prove more than superior than the others. So by you, doing more to our own than we do to anybody else, so to speak. What? Like saying, like saying this, you, you, you are queen. Mm-hmm. But queen gonna look at me as a peasant. Not all the time. But. Not all the time, but when it comes to that putting down, it's gonna be more so for me than anybody else. Like you gonna oh pity God. me, and and that's the sad reality of it. I, I actually deal with that at work right now. Wait a minute. So like you you coming up too much, and they wanna bring you down. So you you believe you believe that the expression of skin, you know, you you believe that. The reality of your skin complexion, um, th- the response of that is, uh, I don't know, I don't know. Are you saying that people respond to you being dark skinned and try to keep you in a particular place? Like try to keep you in your Basically place? Basically what I'm saying, like our own people, people our own with light skin and dark skin, if they feel like you are going above them mm-hmm. or they feel like you're getting more attention to them, and this can go from workplace to your family to your friends, if they feel, if you have somebody who envies you, mm-hmm. more so to speak, who's more in control than you, mm-hmm. they'll do their best to bring you down. Because mm-hmm. they don't want to get brought down. They're trying to please someone of another race or of a fairer skin, so to speak. Okay, so like the overseer mentality. Right. Mm. And that's okay. coming off of her comment of people being oppressed. Yeah. Not necessarily pointing out a gender of people who oppress somebody, you know, somebody. Because anybody could really oppress somebody. You know? That's true. Yeah, we can, we, yeah, we can, um, we can participate in the, right. the current of oppression. Right. Um, so, so how is it then that we can, whether it, you know what, and you just brought up a good point, whether it's, even if beyond love relationships, right? Mm. How do we begin to empathize with the position of the other? Because um, we need to truly see that um, to be dark-skinned, to be a dark-skinned black brother, and to be a dark-skinned black sister, um, there is a, those are, that's a a multiple weight. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, and then oh, here's the thing: to be, to be a lighter skin sister and to be a lighter skin brother, they that carries a particular weight mm-hmm. because you you're because there's so many people that assume that you got it good, or there's so many people that assume you got privileges that you don't got, or then when you start looking at the real real red bone girls, I'm talking about the real real like. What is she, look, girl? You know what I'm saying? Um, then you start seeing people that there is a real animosity that even sometimes becomes physical and turns into bullying. Right. And and people are reaching out to not, you know, they're trying to pull apart the girl or 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 you know what I mean? They throwing hate on the boy, but it's really the structure of hierarchy that they're trying to fight. Mm. 
So it's just these are this is just the personification of privilege that I'm mad that I don't have. Well, you light skinned baby. You just don't know it. So you, no, I'm not light-skinned. I'm terrible, man. You know, like I was saying about the other state, too. She bleached her skin. Or she went under a lighter contest. I love being. Yeah. But uh, I'm glad she kind of found her herself, so to speak. Well, let's be, tr- let's be real. A lot of those entertainers and people, um, to be attractive, you know, and just especially as an objectified woman, let's just be real with it. Mm-hmm. If yours, if... If you have more pull, the lighter you are, you have more pull. Okay, I'm talking about attraction. The ability to attract particular types of men, right? A large group of men. If if you have more pull being light, there why do you, that's why they people use the bleaching cream. That's why so many people use it. It's not that they don't like their skin, it's that Having the lighter skin opens up doors and it creates opportunity. Rihanna's was so bad. Her hand, it, I I gotta find that photo. She was at a premiere, and I looked at her hand. I promise y'all, it looked like the crib keeper. Mm. It was long and pale, and her nails like you had to see it. But in her, even in Jamaica, they said. They find the lighter skinned people more beautiful than the darker skinned people, so they bleach that. Skin bleaching is big in Jamaica. Yeah, they bleach. Yeah. What do you you think, Amanda, about the skin bleaching? Well, I just never thought about it being other than people not loving themselves or wanting to be a different complexion. I never thought about it could be, you know, just to get pulled in the industry and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. I just. I ain't think about it like that. I still think both factors play in because if you really love for yourself, you wouldn't do it. Right, right. I feel you. Then you have a girl like Lupita Nyong'o come in, who's dark and lovely, and everybody kind of loves her. Then, you know, it's like. And yeah, she's breaking down doors. Yeah, you know, she's creating a. um, She's creating this beautiful allure (laughs) and this. She's realizing this majestic. Um, regal presence for dark-skinned mm-hmm. women um, that that is, you know, women, many women have done it. Look at Cicely Tyson. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? May she rest in power. Um, mm-hmm. Look at, let's, matter of fact, let's give honor to some dark-skinned women right quick. Who are some dark-skinned women? Viola Davis. Viola Davis. Who are some, give me some, give me some dark-skinned women. Vivica uh-huh. Fox. Mm. Wait a minute. Did you just, well, hold up, hold up, bro. Hold up now. You know, we didn't, hold up now. We didn't even stop the, we had to stop the libation. Did, did, did you just say Vivica Fox was dark? She was pretty brown to me. You know what I'm saying? I. Did you be considered chocolate to me? Okay. I. I. I'll say Francis Chris Wilson. Okay. Okay, so we just. Okay. All right. Francis Chris Wilson. All right. All right, how about Grace Jones? Go. Okay, no, Grace Jones. Okay, about, Grace Jones. How about, like... But there you go, yeah. I thought we give an homage to the ancestors. I know we are, but, but like, can we be dark, though? Like, y'all know the people that's like... like no, she, she was brown. Was how about, like, Harriet Tubman? Oh, like black. You know what I'm saying? Like, give me Sojourner <laughs> True. You know what I'm saying? Like, give me, like... like I said Sojourner Oh, right. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? Give me, uh... What was what was the Journal Truth's real name? Amina Ross. Mm. 
Samit, Samit, matter of fact, what's, well, come on, somebody oh, in the, we in the, who is, who is, what's Sojourner Truth's real name so we can say her name. Um, so here we go. We have, let's give honor to some, some, some of the brothers too, by the way. Yeah. Who we, who we got? Sidney Portier. Oh yeah, Sidney Portier. Yeah, yeah. Who we got? Give me a dark brother. Let me see. You know what? I want to say, I know this may, it's the guy, he just won two Oscars. He been in the issue. You know what? Wesley Snipes. Wesley Snipes. People sleep on Wesley Snipes. People Snipes, sleep on him. But he's a him. very versatile actor. Yes, yes. And you know what? And I want to say, anybody who is a darker brother or a darker sister in this colorist environment, like, you got to give props. You got to give props to a group of people who, what was that said? Um, there was somebody who actually said, growing up, I was doing interviews in Louisiana, in New Orleans last week for, for this podcast, um, for our episode, our promotion, right? And there was a sister that said when she grew up, there was a brother that liked her and she liked him. She, he came outside of the house you know, to, to meet her and knock on the door. And she went to the door and she was so excited to see him. When she got back in, her mom was like, I know you're not going to be out there with that oil spot. You know what I mean? There were people who uh, early in the older days, yes, honestly, people would say, you know, the only thing a, a, a dark-skinned woman can do for me, these are, these are the real interviews that I took y'all. The brother said that his granddaddy said, the only thing a dark-skinned woman can do for me is show me where the light-skinned women at. And this is deep in the heart, New Orleans, Louisiana. I mean, and it goes on all over, but these, these are the interviews I did. One lady, um, you know, she just talked about how when she grew up, her mom told her if she had children with a dark-skinned person that her children would have it hard in life. Mm-hmm. You know, so brothers and sisters that grow up in this environment, People that grow up in in this, um, we just gotta give honor. We gotta give props, and as well as the the fact that there are sisters and brothers who are on the other end, on the other end of the spectrum, that stay down. Like y'all know, it be it be some of the light skinned people. Like light light skinned people be repping in the pro black world. Like look at um uh Louis Farrakhan. Like Louis Farrakhan slick ass in the mug. You know what I mean? Who is somebody else that be throwing it down? Um, Barack. Yeah, Barack. We can give it to Barack. Barack turned Camille around, baby. He got tired. W.E.B. Dubois. Booker T. Washington. Like, all of these people who are just seriously pro-black and about the integration, you know, the interdependence, the power of all of us remembered together. You know, um, 